this is Bruce. Can I help you? Hi, Bruce. It's Tim from the register calling. Hi. Hey there. Hey, how's it going? Good. From the Iola Register, I'm Tim Stauffer. And I'm Richard Lucan. And this is Registered. In today's episode, as we continue speaking with local candidates facing primary challenges in the upcoming August 4 election, I talked with Bruce Symes. He's seeking a second term as Allen County Commissioner, representing District 3. A former registered reporter, he now teaches at Allen Community College. I reached him by phone as he was in Wichita accompanying his father undergo a heart procedure. Here's our conversation. Thanks again for, for taking the time. Um, I appreciate it. I know. You bet. Where are you again? In Wichita? or? Right. Okay. Yeah, I went up to uh, my hometown of Lakin um, Monday night and brought Dad and his wife to Wichita Tuesday. And he had a heart procedure done. I hope everything went well. Did it go okay? Yeah. Good. Yeah, it did. Um, there's one more thing tomorrow, and then we'll be able to take him back Friday. And uh, doodle home from there. So. And your hometown is out in western Kansas. How far? It's a couple hours west of Wichita, right? Four hours west of Wichita. So 340 miles from Iowa. It's um, the exact same distance from Colorado as we are to Missouri, and the same distance from Oklahoma and Iowa. So you lay a ruler across the map, and it's just a straight shot west. Well, I won't ask about any sports teams' affiliations, because usually that's where some people start to become, unfortunately, Broncos fans instead of Chiefs fans out there. So, Well, yeah, that <laughs> seems to be a newer phenomenon after I left for college, but... Um, I wanted to ask you some questions about um, your reelection bid for the seat on the Allen County Commission, um, and I guess the first. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, no problem. I guess what I'd like to ask first off is, you've been in in office since January of 2019, and um, is it what you envisioned? Do you like the job? Okay. Yeah, I'm still a pop. Um, I knew from my years of covering the county commission and other uh, local government entities for the register when I was a reporter there that, you know, the basics, um, what I saw on monthly meetings or weekly meetings, depending on what group it was, you know, the sacrifice of time and commitment that they had to make. So, um, I kind of had a idea going in of, of what to be looking forward to, mm-hmm. and to no one's surprise, when I was elected and started work as commissioner, um, more was re- 
citizen and county resident. And uh, and that's really what I've come to enjoy. I mean, I've got um, meetings in between meetings on all the different entities that have to do with county business that aren't county commission. Um, there's just always issues to be reading about and researching about and talking to people about. So the two hours that we spend on a given week at County Commission is what I really the, knew. And, but it's and just the tip of the, the iceberg, really. It was just the tip of the iceberg, yeah. I mean, it was what I was able to appreciate at that time. And even, even now, though, with the breadth of work involved, um, glad to say that I enjoyed it enough that I'd like to continue doing it anyway. And uh, that's what we're going to see here in a few weeks. When you look back at the past year and a half and think about what qualities stand out to you as necessary in a good commissioner, um, you know, I've noticed you in meetings be very thoughtful, deliberative, but you know, that's again, that's just the two hours that I'm seeing you kind of quote unquote in public. You know, there's so much that you're doing outside of, of kind of public view or outside of, you know, at least um, the most visible part of your job. So, what do you think are the most important values in a good county commissioner? Um, you know, just building relationships with people um, from those who are in charge of stuff and experts about stuff to um, being responsive, you know, listening to and being responsive to the county residents, to our constituents. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you build those relationships and, you know, humble yourself to the idea that just because you have a title doesn't make you any different from anybody else so you're still um, you're on the same plane and you're always trying to learn so that you can do your job better and so when you stay with that possibility and build those relationships that's that's the only way I've been able to grow this year and a half you know I had a certain capacity when I yeah. came into office yeah. of of being able to absorb stuff and and uh, interpret and and act on it, and that's Bruce. And then what you get from those other relationships and the information that you gather, but um, those relationships and then what you do with it. That's how I've been able to grow as a commissioner and enjoy the work. I mean, if you were if you were doing all that and butting heads all the time and and just putting your foot down and my way's the only way. I can't imagine how miserable doing this sort of a test would be. So um, I'm thankful that I had that realization pretty early on that that was the most important thing for me. It was those relationships and and uh, the ability to admit that I don't know everything and even admit if an initial idea on my part is wrong. And, to change that. Well, that kind of leads into a question I was going to ask just about what's been the biggest surprise. Um, I hear you speaking of a learning curve. What's something that stands out to you and say, wow, I did not see this as either part of the job or this was a debate outside of COVID? I don't think, I mean, that's probably right. the most obvious answer, but um, what's been the biggest surprise so far for you? 
you know, being a county commissioner, you administer the county. So the buck stops here. You know that we are where the responsibility lies. Mm-hmm. Um, we are so dependent on those 105, 110 county employees, including the other elected officials and the department heads, mm-hmm. but then all the other employees that do what we need to do done as a county provide all of those services and um, so you know which I'm one person and thankfully one of three on the county commission and that is where the responsibility lies is with the county commission but the work of the county has to be entrusted and delegated and administered and finally done by all those other 100 people. And so as an administrator, a role that um, is new to me, I've been an employee all of my life. So coming into County Commission, what I had to learn the most about and probably the quickest about was administering people and Mm. personalities Mm. and um, again, listening, being respectful, but having to make decisions pertaining to um, those 100 people. And it's been very pleasant. Um, you know, even when when we've had to say no or people have been dis- uh, have disagreed with my decisions, 99% of the time it's very courteous and gracious and, and I really appreciated that. Um, but I think part of that is if you can because, you know, the nature of decisions, there's always two sides of it, and not everybody's going to agree with the decision. But if you can show people that you've been respectful and listened and done the homework and, and you know, read material or researched or asked about their people or whatever, whether you're dealing with personnel or some other issue, even if they disagree with you, I would hope that they can at least, you know, appreciate that you've put the time and effort into it and and even with disagreement on an issue, there can still be, um, you know, respect. We'll be right back. In these uncertain times, many things have changed. Plans have been placed on hold, events and celebrations canceled. But some things shouldn't change, like your goals and dreams. A college education is still your best path forward, and now is a great time to learn online. Allen Community College has been providing award-winning distance education for 20 years. With exciting courses, in-demand programs, and credentialed instructors, Allen Online Learning is the region's leader in quality higher education. Allen is enrolling now. Summer sessions begin June 8th, and the fall semester begins August 17th. With one low tuition rate, fall scholarships, and financial aid available, Allen remains accessible and affordable. Visit allencc.edu to learn more. Allen Community College, where more than education, we're opportunity. It's been a couple busy years. There's the uh, two ambulance stations that have been constructed, you know, purchasing an ambulance for the county. You guys expanded health insurance coverage and retirement benefits for county employees. Um, Buying, you know, purchasing some rescue boats for the county. And then, of course... The last six months, well, really the last four months, um, have been dominated by uh, 
COVID-19 and, and kind of trying to craft the county's response to it. But as you look back, and of, co- of course, you haven't had a full term, what are you most proud of in your time so far? Um, you know, those, those items that you ticked off there were the high-profile things. We've got uh, just weekly routine. Um, bi-weekly routine, we have to pay bills. We have to make sure that the the county um, meets its responsibilities and and collects revenue so that it can meet those responsibilities. And uh, you know that for by and large, that's where the people um, they're out there really doing the work mm-hmm. come in. Mm-hmm. But we do have that administering role, so. Um, I don't know. You know, you just, every week's going to be different because it seems like there's new opportunities and new challenges that come up every week. And uh, in, in taking care of the county services and the county buildings and everything that has to be done continually, you've got these spikes in activity or energy or decision-making or something. And it tends to um, supersede the routine of running the county. Sure. But I guess really just um, that we've been able to uh, continue to hold our own and operate as we should in spite of, or um, yeah, in, in light of, in spite of, those spikes in in attention getting things and yeah COVID is that's the thing that's been on everybody's mind for the past few months and so right now it just seems to be even when we're doing regular business we always have to factor COVID into it and uh, and I think that the way we've come through it as a county and particularly as a county organization um, has made me very proud and pleased with the people that I'm administering, that I'm a part of that team that's carrying themselves well and being respectful of work mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and, you know, making sacrifices, which, you know, the frontline workers are the ones that should be um, at the first and foremost of people's prayers and attention and, and accolades right now, but somebody who goes into the courthouse and works at an office eight to five and uh, deals with the public is also, um, you know, a frontline worker in their own right. So I'll tell you something that's been interesting, and this isn't so much about our county, but just the state of the world right now Mm -hmm. during this brief trip I've been on. Um, And right, right now I'm in Wichita, and Wichita is one of the, Sedgwick County is one of the highest rate cases in Kansas. Of course, it's got the biggest population, so that would make sense. But the hospitals where I'm going is Via uh, Christie, St. Francis, one of the premier hospitals, and the the, the capacity of the hospitals in Wichita is just about reached. It's they're, okay, the they're hospitals almost full. just about reached their capacity. Yeah. They're almost full. There's like eight ICU beds left in the city. 
Wow. And so the what I'm seeing here, <clears throat> which is really making an impact on me, is um, and I and I went to a restaurant for lunch, and it was a burger joint, and everybody was in there enjoying conversation and enjoying their meals, but they wore masks into the place and uh, left, as opposed to okay, and I'm gonna pick on a, a, a neighboring place county. Between. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I was gonna say, you're gonna pick on a neighboring county. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna pick on. Uh, and it was just a happenstance where we stopped for lunch. Mm-hmm. Coming in here um, Tuesday, and and it was just between Lakin and Wichita, and we stopped at a place for lunch, and the the food workers weren't wearing masks. Mm-hmm. So what I see here is Wichita has a high incidence where we've been fortunate not to, in this little county I looked up, uh, where we ate lunch yesterday, hasn't had a lot of cases. They're similar to us in that, that way. But there's not only a respect, and we, we hear a lot with the mask issue and COVID in general, respect for other people and all that, but there's a respect for the virus. Yeah. So, so what I'm really being impacted on, whereas I'm so fortunate to live in Iola and Allen County, and I wouldn't have it any other way, when I'm here in Wichita, where there um, is just a lot more cases of coronavirus, the respect for the virus is uh, really amped up. Yeah. And and plus, I was in a hospital where, of course, everybody's going to take it serious for sure. And uh, and so what I heard from the healthcare people yesterday was these beds were almost full and they've almost reached capacity. And sure, that was sure enough. That was uh, um, in the Wichita Eagle when I read that mm-hmm. in the evening. And um, so you know, it's there's there's not a way that these that these uh, high-profile issues come for us as a county commission can't take more of our attention and more of our time and energy than the routine business. And they should as they come up. And after coronavirus, you know, there will be something else. Um, but it's that routine of staying, staying cool, calm, and collected and doing the county business that I think throughout the year and a half, I've just been able to take pride in going to work every day, so to speak, as a county commissioner. When you look at the road ahead, um, there's a lot. Of course, I imagine revenues will be affected by COVID-19 and the transition to St. Luke's is huge for our local hospital. Um, But what are some things that you would really welcome in in a full term or some priorities that you say, you know what, this is something we need to tackle? Well, and I don't know if that was by design, but you said in the road ahead, Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very cognizant of the condition of our roads in the county, and I truly believe, and will tell anybody that asks, that our road crews do everything that they can with the resources we give them mm-hmm. to do the best job of keeping our roads up as they as they do. And and it's true. Um, you know, Bill has said this before, and Bill's got 25 years there as public works director give or take yeah. um, and a fellow commissioner 
you know, you go drive around in neighboring counties and it's as bad or worse. And yes, you can you can see that, but that's not a reason that our roads shouldn't be um, as good as we can make them for the people to move around safely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clear up their vehicles and and uh, farm equipment and stuff like that. So I want to make that a priority for myself and with our public works director and and uh, the other commissioners to really make the resources available to our public works to do the best job on the roads on the roads that they can. You know, our infrastructure is our biggest investment. It's the main thing that we have going for us for economic development and just quality of life, you know, just uh, and it's it's so visible and everybody rides those roads. So, you know, it's it's just so impactful to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned the hospital. I feel so good about where the hospital is now, even though, you know, we're starting our relationship with St. Luke's in the midst of a crisis and on, uh, I'm not going to say shaky ground, but there's a lot of question marks around about the future and stuff. But again, we'll continue to do our responsibility as a county to have a great facility there uh, for them to use. And St. Luke's reputation speaks for itself. I think that we're going to see, I know that we're going to see increase in business, increase in specialties, um, usage, and revenues for them. (laughs) And uh, it's just going to help our tenant and us as a county, the landlords, um, immensely. And, you know, COVID will continue to have wave after wave of effects, not only on revenues, but activities and work protocols. And so we as commissioners are going to have to be involved in in trying to uh, make sure that the budget is sound and that our taxpayer dollars continue to be spent wisely amid these waves and that we still have quality of life in the county that we want to have and continue to support those organizations that come to us and uh, and do that for us, like the fair and the, the fall festivals you know, that the towns have and the veterans organizations and all that. Um, there's a lot of a lot of moving parts in making a community and a county work and everybody who volunteers for a civic organization, you know, they're important and those who are in charge of organizing the big uh, high profile event, they're very important. And yes, the county that um, makes facilities available or sometimes funding available or maybe just you know, gives an attaboy or writes a letter of support is important too, but we've got to, we've got to, you know, face these unknown challenges. Some of them we can see on the horizon. We're dealing with so many right now. We can see some on the horizon and I just, everybody knows it's the reality. There's going to be a lot of repercussions that we don't even know how to anticipate that are coming coming from the um, whole virus thing and so we just got to keep our I don't know shoulder to the grindstone and, and keep plodding ahead and you know it's 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 only because of the enjoyment
be okay doing that if that's the way it works out. But um, I think I'm up for the challenge, and I I want to participate. I like to be part of the mix that way. So, kind of if I could borrow a line from Hamilton or John Bolton's book, "The Room Where It Happens," right? Trying to be in the room where sure. it happens. Well, I wanted to ask about that. Um, what do you What do you think your biggest strengths are, as as um, a county commissioner, and then also the inverse of that? Where do you think some of your blind spots are? And that's a hard question because you know normally when I ask somebody about their blind spots, usually they haven't seen them. But I'll I'll start with the first. Where do you think your strengths yeah. are? Um, that is a good question. I've been in job interviews before where they say, well, my biggest weakness is mm-hmm. just caring too much about my job. Yeah, that's yeah. not a good, good reply. <laughs> yeah. um, right, right. I think, though, the, the ability that I'm still continuing to learn and, and hone a little bit is uh, never to uh, allow myself to make a knee-jerk reaction um, there are things that are more emotional for me, so to speak, more impactful, but I can't let my emotions drive the decision making. So really just try to stay on an even keel and uh, listen and gather information and deliberate in a way that allows me to come to as objective a decision as possible. Mm-hmm. And I, and I try to apply that from, you know, new hires to budget decisions to masks. And and uh, usually when I go through that process and, allow my, and there are decisions that we have to make on the spot every once in a while. And uh, so that takes a little different tact. But, but for those decisions that I'm able to... Um, sit back and really weigh the evidence and make a decision. I, I felt good about the decisions that I've made in mm-hmm. this year and a half. Mm-hmm. So, um, my weakness, let's see. Um, I talked about humility a little bit. I still need to um, recognize when I don't know yeah. something or don't know what I need to know about something. And sometimes that's you know, it's not always an immediate thing for me, Tim. I might go into the situation and know that I'm uh, a novice about something. But if I <clears throat> don't check myself, then, you know, after I've gotten a piece of information or three pieces of information, I think, well, okay, um, that's I've got really interesting. I'm, re- I'm ready to act. Yeah. And. Yeah. And I, I just need to sometimes keep the governor on and um, keep myself in check and make sure that I allow myself that process. So so they're kind of related, I guess, you know, the strength and weakness there. But just always remember uh, who I am and who I'm not and, <laughs> and uh, what I can do and what I can't do. And again, thank goodness that we've got good people around and uh, we really do. I mean, it's not, I'm talking about Allen County, but not it's not just in the, ca- the county workforce. I mean, Allen County is made up of a lot, a lot, a lot of people right. um, that care and want to do the same 
thing that I'm doing, and that's to try to give a little better themselves to make this a better, continue to make this a place that we want to live, a better place to live. And you came out here to Allen County. Did you come out here for um, school, for education at Allen Community College, or, or did you come out here for the register, or no. what? What brought you out here? No, I I came to the register. Okay. Um, I I'd gone to school right out of high school at K State. I went from that's right having a, a senior math class, college level math class of six students, to sitting in Calc One lecture with three hundred and fifty students. <laughs> Yeah, and I have to, and I have to say, and I've told this story lots of times since I work at the community college. Now, I never gave community colleges any consideration, and it was so much to my detriment. Not only for that transition from six to three fifty, but you know the cost savings, and and I could have lived at home and mm-hmm. gone to Dodge or mm-hmm. Garden or Liberal. Um, but I would find that out later. So I went to K State, did my four years. My first job out of college was over at the Lynn County News at a little weekly in Pleasanton, and mm-hmm. I worked there a year, 14 months, and then I came and interviewed with your grandfather, and Emerson uh, hired me that day, and he was my mentor, and uh, I got to work there for 23 years, and it was during that time that when I was covering the college board that I appreciated, came to appreciate the uh, community college system and what it does and offers and uh, and I covered the county commission and a lot of other things. And then in 2008, an opportunity came at the writing center at the college, and it was a nice parallel transition for me. I think maybe I was having a early midlife crisis or something, and it just sounded like the right thing to do and the right time to do it. I love the energy and the atmosphere up there at the mm-hmm. college, being mm-hmm. around college-age students and that, that uh, spirit of academia. And um, I, you know, there's there's things about the register that I still miss. It, it's it's part of being in the mix, you know. Like um, when I worked at the register, I was downtown, and I I could feel like I knew pretty much everything that was going on in town. Yeah. And and uh, maybe that speaks poorly in my personality or something that I always have to be in the know, but. But I liked that. And then when I went to the college, which physically is away from downtown a little bit, I mean, there would be sirens going off downtown, and I wouldn't even know about it. And then I'd have to read about it in the paper <laughs> that night or the next day. And I was like, wow, you know, that would have been exciting. And um, so that's been a transition. But I've, I've really enjoyed the work at the college and um, with the college students. And, man, you talk about challenges with COVID. Right. We've got a lot of them out there, and those people in charge are making um, very important decisions as our USDs and our parents and and our bosses. You know, you and Susan are having to make decisions at the register pertaining to your employees. So, so we're all kind of in this. We are. We're all in this together. Um, this particular time, but um, what I want people to keep in mind, regardless of the some of the election and everything um, we are in this together period and after COVID there will be something else come down the road and we just need to keep that same sense of community and cooperation and humility and respect and love and uh, that's how that's how a community thrives 
Well, thank you, Bruce. I appreciate your time. Um, and I hope I really, you, yeah. hope you enjoy the rest of your time with your father out, out in Wichita. So. Thanks, Tim. Always good to visit with you. Yeah, and best wishes for everything. Yeah. So. Alrighty, you take care, too. Yeah, Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Registered is produced by the Iola Register. For more episodes, subscribe to Registered wherever you get your podcast. Just search Registered or find us online at iolaregister.com slash registered. To support our work, please consider subscribing to the Register. You can find out more at iolaregister.com slash subscribe. And thank you. Thank you.